Tarbuncle. Uh, Tarbuncle. That's a Pokemon, right? That's an Esper from Final Fantasy. Oh. Those are basically Pokemon, right? Ain't kinda, if a Pokemon can only attack once. I feel like there's been some Pokemon where, like, basically that's, like, you know, they'll attack once, then they get they get uppercutted or whatever. Oh, if you're playing right, it only takes one hit at any given moment, so... Yeah! What the f*** is going on down there? So I'm enjoying a nice big bowl of nut cookies. Hi everyone, welcome to WTF at TFW. I hope you had a happy uh, whatever it is you happen to do at the end of December, because there's plenty you can do at the end of December, uh, and you're hearing this after whatever you did, unless you're super cool, and whatever you do is like even later in December, then uh, you're a renegade and I respect you even more. Aaron, welcome. You've got, uh, uh, what was the phrase, post-nasal drip. Yep. It's not running down the back of my throat, causing my voice to go all froggy. Yeah, I had snot. A whole, the, part of the reason why we were on yet another big pause between recordings is I got back from Pax Unplugged and then basically was dying uh, for a few days. But I'm feeling a lot better now. I just have some of that. You know when you 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 have the thing where your inside of your nasals are so dry that like all the skin starts dying and that becomes a whole new thing. Yeah. Yeah, yes, I've been uh, rocking that too. We we're running like two humidifiers in the bedroom at night. Still wake up with your whole face dry. Yeah, well, it's, it's more like in, like now that I don't have to blow my nose because I'm sick, and I have to blow my nose because there's uh, flesh inside me that's trying yeah. to leave. Uh, you know the what do you call them? Flesh boogers. Hi, TJ. Welcome to WTF at TFW as well. What what is this dry nose thing you speak of? It, we don't have that here. Now you live in the land of humidity, and yes, it's like the one, like one of the things you can rely on is like, well, my nose won't get dry if I get sick. Just stick my head out the window. Oh no, no, <laughs> it is the opposite, and it is terrible. You stick your head in the window? No, no, the the other part. Nose never dries out. It just it turns into Slimer from Ghostbusters. Yeah. I don't know. I would be okay if it was like real. By the way, welcome everyone to some real good talk here. If it was like even goopier. If it meant that it didn't, I didn't have like a half a week of like, well, now it's goopy because your body's reacting to how dry it is. Uh, yeah, it's just skin is annoying. Anyway, we're uh, going to do a little bit of podcasting about Transformers. We're going to actually kick off with some what we got on topic this week. We're running a little bit speedy because Aaron is uh, still leaking internally. And if we do the podcast for too long, he might drown. Yeah, so, I uh, uh, I keep hitting mute. So if you hear a whole bunch of like p- p- sounds, that's me with the physical mute button. Yeah. I was thinking about just muting Discord when I did that, but then it'd still be in the recording and it'd be super awkward as everybody's talking over me going. Yeah. Uh, in the end, I think the audience the audience would prefer if like I'm okay hearing a bit of because I mean that's all I've been like I go outside and I'm just like you know with all those noises as we all do when we blow our noses. Lots of tongue. But uh, we're going to talk about what we got on topic this week. On topic being Transformers. Uh, Aaron, just while, while you're here, while you're in early drip, uh, any fresh Transformers stuff on your end? Nope. All right. Uh, now you can just retreat for a bit, get some of those good Kleenexes that have the aloe in them and whatnot. Uh, no, the, the, the ones with lotion are weird. Because then your nose ends up greasy and it's not your snot. 
That's I like I like the ones with lotion though, because they got all this they got all the skin loose. <laughs> uh, but yeah, take care of yourself for a bit here. Uh, TJ, any fresh Transformers stuff on your end? Uh, yes, yes, I do. All right. Uh, any snot on your end? Uh, you really want me to go into detail, or I just don't want anyone to feel left out of the breadth of conversation we're having uh, this evening, but. Uh, we don't have to talk about snot because technically there are no, there is no Transformers snot yet. Give bot bots some time. Exactly, exactly. Waiting for the tissue box. Uh, oh man, the color change on that. It'll be oh like, God! I wonder what color it is. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm having fun. Uh, but TJ, what's some fresh Transformer stuff on your end? Uh, I got Spinister. Oh, I haven't seen that Siege Wave yet. I saw. Something else I'll talk about, but I haven't seen that new, that final siege wave yet. I've heard Spinister's cool though. Yeah, Spinister is very nice. I mean, aside from just hey, it's cool to see a Spinister on shelves again. Like, guy's super tall for Generations Deluxe. Yeah, like he like they gave him like an extra inch somehow to his height. I don't know how, and like I don't know. Like maybe I just got lucky for once with joint tolerance, but. Oh, he's tight everywhere. I've had like, that with Siege now and then. Like, when other people have had bummers, I've had some good ones. Springer, unfortunately not, but... I never. I don't know if I've heard anything about it, but usually just my luck with joints is just like, yeah, it'll hold a position yeah. if the wind's not blowing. But no, like, he's super solid. I think his height comes partly from the tra- from what I've seen of the transformation, where it's like, it's like the old... Lo- we used to call it the lockdown effect when lockdown would commonly do it. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, you know, technically just his legs are the length of the alt mode, and then the, his body's another part of the length of the alt mode. Then they stack. I mean, Lockdown had that thing where he's a real scrawny character, and his vehicle mode basically unfolds to create his upper and lower half. Yeah. Which was brilliant. But, like, I don't know, like, just the way this one works out, he just ends up, like, tall somehow. It's like his transformation doesn't work the same way. It's a really cool transformation because he's mm. got like I love that they dummied in an extra cockpit just just because they didn't feel like like making half cockpit looking legs. I'm I'm always going to attribute that to Age of Extinction Snarl uh, that that trick, uh, which I do love when I see it. Like we we're going to force some symmetry here. Mm-hmm. It's an amusing transformation where you're folding up the legs. This one becomes a cockpit. This cockpit becomes nothing. But no, like it's a fun tra- it's a fun transformation. It works. Like there's little things I didn't expect. I didn't realize that those little side wings in the vehicle mode were his feet. Oh jeez. I I actually didn't know that part. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And like he's got this little friction in the robot mode. He's got this little friction point where the blades can stick upward. Oh, nice. And yeah, like here's a th- here's a weird thing like that's the only point where I can feel it is when the is when the blades are folded up into a V. Isn't that what we wanted on Springer too for his sword storage? Like a I, I God, I can't remember now. Like it, it felt like Springer was supposed to have a thing where you could lock the propeller so that it wouldn't it, like basically the sword wouldn't be spinning around on his back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we just and it, it seemed like it never panned out because that little well, that little can- bit that moves up and down. Yeah, well, they figured it out here, and it doesn't. It only works when you move the V one way. It doesn't work the other way. That's cool, though. Yeah, I wanna, so that, that, 
I want to inspect that, see where the nubs are. Yeah. The only, like, literally the only issue I can levy with him in any way is there's part of me that kind of wishes his guns were the same color. I know they're referencing the Target Masters, but it is weird that he's got identical guns that are just, well, one's purple and one's blue. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of just like, okay, sure. Like, the, <laughs> it's, it's cool enough that they gave him enough guns to, like, fill in the slots, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it, someone's like Shapeways. There must already be a Shapeways project either up or be, or being finalized of like two little fold and half men uh, that can I mean, fill in for those. Yeah, of course. Uh, outside of Spinister, uh, the only thing I well no, I have a couple things on topic that are uh, in the third party realm. Shouting out to Saber in Blue, who for Christmas was cool enough to send me one of the legend. He sent me the legend scale Snapdragon. Oh, I can't remember who made it or what the fake name is. Uh, it was Unique Toys Palm Collection. I forgot all of their fake names, but they're the only ones who did a Legend Snapdragon. Okay, that narrows it down tremendously. Then, yeah, surprisingly neat figure. Oh yeah, like, that that line was interesting. Yeah, it makes some weird sacrifices in the jet mode, mm-hmm. just because. Okay, we got to put the like we got to put the T Rex arms somewhere. But the transformation's fun from all the modes. Like, it still looks really good in the jet mode. Still looks good in the dino mode. It's got you know different angles and shapes to it that I that work better than he, I was expecting for the size. Yeah. Uh, the headmaster works. It's kind of cute how they got the headmaster's robot mode, even though like, because it's literally just the T Rex head with the jaw opened 180 degrees. And then yeah. just on the top of the mouth, there's a face painted on. <laughs> yeah, but Palm Collection, its highs and its lows were the way that they tried to pull off as much as they could in, like, a really limited palette. And so when Palm Collection is cool, oh, it's so cool. And when Palm Collection misses, it, like, misses so hard, it's almost kind of fun. Okay. Uh, like the, that line, I think, I think is over now. They did the five Autobot Headmasters and and uh, however many Decepticon ones. And they did those two. Um, I forgot which one Aaron got at TFCon, but he got one that was kind of bunkum. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I forget. I've I've blacked it out of my memory. Yeah, I, I don't even remember who it was. I just remember that we were both kind of like, oh, this one didn't turn out because I got to poke it. Is that the was... Fortress one? Yeah. It was the Fort Max who turns into a head for nothing, which I think is a cool idea, but stuff about it just didn't feel very good. Um, but no, th- th- yeah, things like what you were describing, TJ, like that's that's part of what I liked about Palm Collection. That are like their first one of their first ones, Chrome Dome. Like the his gun storage would also double as heel spurs. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like that's that's sort of neat. That's sort of neat. Like it's a yeah. really weird idea, but I like it. <laughs> Yeah, like for their Snapdragon, the tail, the the guns and the tail fins can come off and form like these little uh, slapdash uh, dragon wings for the T Rex mode. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's a cute thing where whoever worked on them is someone that I would love to like just give a hug because it's like so, so many cute ideas. Like yeah, <laughs> but that that line I believe is quite over now. It, it was a shame because, like, this is my only experience with it, and it's a uh, quite enjoyable one. If you can track down the um, the like the Chrome Dome Weird Wolf two pack, that one was super solid. Uh, I feel like I heard the Mind Wipe turned out okay, but I can't remember now. 
there were a lot of mind wipes that year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, yeah, sh- shout, shouts out to uh, who was it? Blue. Uh, yeah, Saber in Blue. Saber in Blue. Yeah, I recognize. I recognize that pseudonym. Uh, shouts out. It was very kind. Mm-hmm. And then the third party I bought all on my own, which uh, you took notice of on Twitter, was the Glacial Lord set. Yeah, welcome. Like I, you know, not just you. Not to diminish this, it's just that a lot of people got in on that TF Source sale, and I found it very heartwarming how many people were basically saying like, "Oh God, I missed this, and it's dead now." Because that's yeah. how I felt. That's how I felt when it died. I was like, uh, "Yeah," because I was very close on on picking that up. Yeah, like, well, yeah, like very 50, close for fifty bucks, man. Like, yeah, like you, like those of you who who picked it up now, you like. Part of the journey of it was if you were there at the start, like it was a like one year, just real kooky, weird thing. Uh, like I'm, you know, a slight bias. I got to participate in in some degree with the uh, with Mega Zero, uh, but yeah, the, like I, I was noticing you were like you were taking note of things like the half finished sticker sheets, except on Mega Zero. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that stuff was so cool. Like I, I would, I, I maintain Glacial Lord is toy art. Uh, like like everything about it was actual toy art, and it, I think it, yeah, it's like it's like performance art in plastic form. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I love the idea of going back and doing like a retro style of toys. I liked that with Glacial Lord originally. It was only the only reason it put me off was the price for how simple the toys ended up being. But you know they're also like like big chunk plastic, mm-hmm. like having them in hand like okay this is why they cost what they did because they're giant lumps of solid plastic and they had mechanisms too like that that was one of the things i liked about those toys was like all of them considering how they could have been scramble city limbs that were identical like they all kind of had their own thing they all have the exosuit gimmick yeah um like i i did love how it's it's not enough that they went for, like, okay, well, they do dinosaurs all the time, they do modern animals all the time, let's split the difference so it's unique. That's mm-hmm. already a cool move. And then they come up with, like, a Headmaster-esque gimmick that it does kind of feel like what they might have gone to if the the Master line had continued. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. that and everyone can ride the alt modes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, there's, there's a lot about it. Like, I mean, um, uh, Tusker. The torso robot. I think it's just a good transforming robot. All, all, all stop. Like that's just a very well designed toy. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like I was telling you on Twitter, the, if you want to finish the set, I mean, like they did a sticker book about a, a, a faux episode where the faux Dino Force attacked them, and all the stickers are basically very convincing screen caps from an, a G one episode that was never made. <laughs> there are a few on the back of one of the boxes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, they nailed the art style of the old cartoon. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, that Mega Zero story was so funny. Like, the, the concept was that the English-language Mega Zeros, the boat sank. And so they announced right. that first for, like, a week. And then the punchline was that we found a bunch of the Korean release in a warehouse. And <laughs> at the time, a lot of people actually got kind of mad, because they were like, this kind of like Crying Wolf. And it's like, okay, yeah... <laughs> it, but then I mean, also like the boxes are sun bleached and oh it's like brilliant. printed corner like, where yeah, anybody they, that got too upset about it you got to like look at them with like like 
Like, really? Come on. I mean, it was the, it was the subtleties of a lot of that, because it was all the worn-out print on the, all the boxes. Mm. Like, even down to, like, the, for lack of a better term, the headmasters inside. Yeah. Like, they, like they came on little blister cards. Those were all so worn-out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, that was three of them. And then Mega Zero came out, and he was completely minty fresh because he's the Korean release that's newer. Yep. In in canon, and then Tusker comes out, and he's got water damage on his box. Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, those were so cool. And like, see if they were really dedicated, what they would have had is at the end of that uh, the assembly line, they would have just had like a dunk tank. You just, so, like, kind of push the box through it. <laughs> There's a funny punchline to that. Apparently some people have discovered some actual mold growing on the inside of their Tusker boxes. I heard that. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even know anymore if y'all are joking. <laughs> uh, but I remember at, the, at a TFCon bar conversation, that's why I'm okay sharing this, because, like, I don't even remember how much of this is, like, this is such a long time ago. I vaguely recall that one of the long-term ideas was if that if Retro Future took off, they'd do a couple more of the combiners that you could see on the back of Tusker's box. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, the combiners would combine. Where, like, I remember some of that talk. Or was it the torsos would combine, or was it all... It might have just been the torsos. Combine. but I, I, I always remembered it as, like, Glacial Lord himself would form a limb or something, but it might have just yeah. been Tusker. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, the the, the thing never panned out because it, it was kind of one of the proofs of like the the loudest voices in the customer room. Unfortunately, are not interested in that stuff. Yeah, and uh, that at the time I got really irritated by that. Nowadays, I'm a little more resigned, but like I I don't accept it. I still think that, and I think that there is more interesting stuff now that is picking up. Uh, I, I would almost say Retro Future was maybe a bit ahead of its time. Um. I, I also don't disagree with folks where it's like it would have been cool if they did classics versions of Glacial Lord as well. Uh, I would have liked it if they had just like done the Glacial bots like in three different styles. Mm-hmm. Like, like, could you imagine like, okay, here's like some some like more expensive modern articulated classics versions, and then here's like, uh, like really weird, like here's the decoy versions that are just rubber one pieces. Yeah. Or here's here's the Legends version. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, I'm yeah. really glad that you were enjoying that thing because, well, you and a lot of other people. But like, just seeing the lo- the swell of love for Glacial Lord was heartwarming to me because I love that 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 concept that won over people who who outspokenly dislike third party transforming toys as a concept. Full stop. Folks like that were even into Glacial Lord. I mean, aside from just being really unique as a concept, it was like I f- I feel like like. It broke through a lot of that because it wasn't ripping off any pre-existing media. Yeah, like it is yeah. its own thing. Yeah, and I, I think that it's, it, it's like I don't think it even failed necessarily, but just the fact that a lot of people just moved on or didn't even engage with it was part of what turned off a lot of companies from doing anything remotely like original character style. It, it, and also with fans project now, like in a very strange state, like you know, I don't think Glacial Lore is ever going to come back anytime soon. But yeah, it was it was a until real... they announced that they're doing their own masterpiece Glacial Lord combiner. I mean, please, <laughs> I mean, please. Uh, did you discover the hidden elbow joints for for two of the guys when they're in arm modes? Ah, Money. so 
you know how two of the guys when they form into limbs and when when it's like they have a kind of double hinge that that they use instead of an extender for their legs. Uh huh. You can align those hinges. I forgot. It's the first two, so not Mega Zero and not the Armadillo, but the other two. When they're arms, you can bend the elbows of the Glacial Lord arms by about fifteen to twenty degrees by using all the hinges in the legs. Huh. It's it's a really cool touch of engineering, and it, like one of my criticisms on the other two limbs was that they didn't have it, uh, if I recall correctly. But definitely the first might have been the armadillo. Actually, whoever the one that because Pia got a cat and I got an orange and gray one. Those were the first two ever seen when we got them like blind out of out of the blue in the mail. Uh, and those two had kind of the elbow gimmick. I'm gonna go look up what their names were actually. Uh, but it, it was a really cool touch. Uh, I hope the names are in the TF source listing when I click on it. Uh, yes, it was Fangro and Tail Club. Those two uh, could have an elbow joint when they were an, an arm. So uh, I, I recommend messing with those guys a little bit. Um, Fangro's an arm on mine right now, so I might have to do that. Yeah! Uh, even though, like, I, I like... I think Mega Zero does make a really good looking shoulder. Uh, I like having the faux elbow; like it, it just adds a little something. Um, but yeah, those of you listening, if you never engage with a Glacial Lord, like, like pick one up. <laughs> it's really cool, uh, unless you have zero interest in the idea of like art mixing with your transforming toys, and that's completely valid. It just kind of bums me out. Uh. But not TJ, that's that's excellent. Any other thoughts on them you want to drop? Uh, not especially. Just regrets that I didn't pick one up and support it sooner. It's all right. That, that was a lot of folks, and they they were expensive at the time. Uh, and it, you know, you had to be really into the concept. I think. Uh, but I was. Um, anything else on topic on your end? Uh, not on topic. No. Then let's go on a journey, you two, with my six studio series toys I opened consecutively last night. Uh, World War II Bumblebee and his remold friend, World War II Hot Rod. Uh, Bumblebee has a lot of trouble staying together in alt mode, I've been finding. A lot of those panels don't really like to stay together. The little clips of things, the roof. The armored personnel carrier one? Yeah. Okay. The, the roof especially, on him and Hot Rod, the roof just doesn't work in alt mode. It's just popping up, like, to the point where I think the plastic might be warped. Uh, and getting all the panels for the car mode together, the armored car mode, is just not very pleasant. I wish I liked those two toys more. Hot Rod's shoulders lock in a lot better than Bumblebee's, but those two, unfortunately, like, they have some qualities, but the, the hand feel is so low on them. I'm putting them at the sub-lockdown tier. Uh... Also, you know how in Wave 1 we had uh, Crowbar, right? Like, one of the dreads? Right. And he sucked, right? Right. Yeah. So I, I got from World War II Bumblebee and uh, and then the Crowbar retool uh, crankcase I got for super cheap off of one of the Japanese retailers who had just marked them down because no one wants them. Crowbar was, like, less than 10 bucks. So I thought, hey, I'll get the Japanese release. Of, sorry, crankcase. It was less than 10 bucks. I'll get the Japanese release of crankcase, and maybe this will go better. Uh, no, it sucks. It's the worst Studio Series toy. It's, uh, terrible. Uh, Japanese instructions. 
do not offer any new insights on on the whole front of take the not very soft plastic dreads and just bend them into a ball and stuff them inside the not very well holding together car mode. Uh, so the, no, don't don't go for the dreads. They suck, and I love the dreads. I hate saying that. <laughs> they're not good. Uh, World War II Bumblebee and Hot Rod. If you can get them for cheap, then like maybe. But like the alt modes, the the Hot Rod's alt mode has a really cool gradient effect. But like, it's the part where the roof gimmick is really smart, except for where it doesn't actually tab back down. At least on both of mine, uh, where it kind of falls apart a bit. Uh, I, I do like the robot modes, at least. Uh, Studio Series 2007 Bumblebee is a completely new toy of the 2007 new Camaro Bumblebee from the the first live-action movie. It's completely new. Uh, I, I like it a lot. It has a, some qualities that I think some people would really be put off by. I'll just list them. As far as I can... Unless I'm missing something, he always has the battle mask on. Uh, he's got... He's, he's got an excellent robot mode, which unfortunately also has his front wheels just sticking off his shoulders, and there's nothing you can really do about it. Uh, and his legs are very hollow, but not the way you think they are, except they use that to make them both slimmer and also slightly more articulated. And the transformation is super cool. He's like a mini Masterpiece, in a way, even though he shares almost nothing with Masterpiece movie Bumblebee. Uh, if you can get him and you're, you're, you're okay to, to, you know, dip a toe on another movie Bumblebee, I think he's really worth messing with. He's a, like, you know, deluxe car studio series transformers that are not, um, that are not, uh, Master Wife, uh, are generally pretty solid. Or at least, like, at the lowest tier, they're lockdown. Uh, the dreads are not cars, they are SUVs, so they don't count. But, uh, yeah, the new 07 Bumblebee Camaro, uh, Studio series. I was pleasantly surprised by him. Not like a stunner, but it goes out of its way to not be boring. Uh, and then uh, finally, other deluxes. Studio series Soundwave. Now that's the toy. Uh, much like Jazz, a silver painted Studio series deluxe car. Oh, it's good. Soundwave's only problem is I think the transformation assumes that they made his head out of the rubbery plastic they did because you basically have to bend his antennas to get his head through the crevice it has to fold through. And as far as I can tell, that's the design intent. <laughs> so that part doesn't feel great, but everything else about the transformation is awesome. Uh, robot mode's awesome. The little laser beak accessory is interesting. He's made of rubbery plastic, so when he's supposed to clip onto the C-bars on Soundwave's forearms, he kind of just rests on them and then falls off. But, uh... Soundwave himself, I think that's a really solid deluxe. Um, those those are the, the deluxes I picked up. Have you guys seen any of those fresh Studio Series deluxes kicking around? Or was that a Canadian thing? No, I think uh, that's been a Canadian thing so far. Yeah, haven't seen any of them. All right. Uh, I, I would say if you do see Soundwave or the the Camaro Bumblebee from the same wave, uh, they're both... They're both worth looking at. The Bumblebee will probably bore you guys a whole lot. Aaron, you might be interested in the Bumblebee just because it's doing everything different. And I know that you and I kind of have that thing of like, well, if it's completely new, then I got to try yeah. it. It's a new uh, mold, damn it. The legs are just really fascinating. But Soundwave is is the standout deluxe of that wave. Um, although I'm the most interested, I forgot, that because I, I opened these like way before the other ones, but I haven't talked about them. The bike trio, the bike sisters, are uh -huh. fascinating. And, and the instructions are terrible. 
because no. they come with parts. So they come with three accessories. One of the accessories is just a blue and silver bicep to add to the pink one. Which is clearly uh, for a combined mode. The uh-huh. display stands for the blue one and the purple one have attachment points entirely to attach to the pink one in robot mode. Guess what the instructions never bring up? Yeah. Well, that's one of those things the designers want you to find. But no, they shouldn't because these are so small, it's impossible to tell. Like, <laughs> so like Tauntaun on YouTube had figured out where some of the mounting points were, and then I figured out a version of that that doesn't have a giant hole in the middle. But I really hope it's in the instructions for the Japanese version or that Pulse puts up instructions, because otherwise, like, the the only way to look at this positively is that they're doing a reference to the slot flaps in that, like, three-year-long saga. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of reasons why you probably don't want to pick up the bike triplets, but also they're my favorite deluxe of the wave. They're just very, they're very fascinating. The three of them all transform completely differently. And the combined mode I figured out got very close to the, um, motorcycle mermaid juggernaut thing that I was hoping for. So... If you're if you're down for some of this, I would say grab them. But the, yeah, the the motorcycles and Soundwave are the the standouts by far. Uh, Bumblebee is interesting. Bumblebee and the bikes are basically on the same tier, with the bikes being a lower tier if you just think they look dumb. But uh, yeah, it's, it's some cool stuff coming out of Studio Series still. I also got the two new Voyagers. So 07 Megatron definitely has the Revenge of the Fallen chest, and I identify now that that chest is different from the 07 movie. That is my only problem with the figure. Really, uh, he doesn't. I don't think he shares a lot of transformation with the Revenge of the Fallen Voyager, even though I think the chest piece and, like, the internal spine are the same. But everything else feels way different. The way that the wings erupt out of the insides of his calves, and the wings are also, like, the same length as the entire jet mode, is kind of incredible to behold. Uh, he's also completely painted in silver. I recommend that 07 Megatron. He's a really cool figure. Uh, granted, I also love 07 Megatron. Uh, Voyager Mixmaster, I think, is my new favorite Studio Series Constructicon. He's up there with the two Deluxes. Uh, all three of his modes are rock solid. The head mode transformation is fascinating and also rock solid. Like, everything locks together at the end. The, uh, the, 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 the uh, truck mode, uh, apparently has some inaccuracies, but I just like it as a truck mode. Transformation is, uh, interesting, but also quick. And I like the robot mode a lot. I think that, uh, I understand why folks, like, okay, there's like a niche and a niche here. A, if you're into movie Mixmaster, you're already in a niche. And then within that, if you're into the original Voyager Mixmaster, I think this toy is better. I understand why some folks would also, who are already into Mixmaster, would prefer the old Voyager Mixmaster. I just think this one delivers all, on, on nearly all the fronts a little bit better. The only thing it's missing is a convincing cannon mode. Uh, but also it turns into a head and it does it really well. Uh, even with a bit of parts forming, the part that, like, the front of the truck cab basically blows off and then Devastator's head transforms out of the inside of the cavity. But then the truck cab piece that blew off locks the back of the head together. Like, you, you plug it into a couple tabs. So, like, I don't know, I like it. And I'm now convinced the whole reason Studio Series exists is for Devastator. Like, this was clearly someone's passion project, and like, I, I think this is the ulterior motive for this entire line, is are these Constructicons. 
They're all really unique. They're all some of the best Studio Series figures, I think. Except for Rampage. Rampage is basically a foot and a bulldozer that happens to turn into a, a pogo stick robot, like, if that yeah. makes any sense. But the, the rest of them are hitting it. The Voyagers have been the weakest of the bunch, but Mixmaster is totally up there with Scrap Metal, and uh, and I consider Hightower to be good. But if you only yeah. like Scrap Metal, Mixmaster is easily up there with Scrap Metal. Yeah, I feel like uh, Rampage is... Because he was first wave of the Devastator stuff. He was the first Voyager. I kind of wonder if he was like, look, we'll get this one out the door, have more time to work on these others to, like, perfect. Someone yeah, has I... to fit this box. Look, we can do a blurry... This is the, the basic version of it, and as they go along, it seems like there's definitely more and more uh, refinement. I, I think also turning into a foot means he has to have a lot of Devastator in him, and unlike Long Haul, you can't really just make his robot mode lie down to be the vehicle mode. Because, like, Rampage needs to turn into a weird, legless pogo stick robot with whips that has almost none of his alt mode showing. And whereas Long Haul, I mean, you look at the Long Haul Voyager, if you pick up that truck and look underneath, I'm like, oh, there's Long Haul, right? So I think Rampage also just had too much to do. Um, and I'm glad that they focused on the foot mode, because that's going to be important. But yo, like, Aaron, I think you're really going to like Mixmaster. He, he does a lot. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping so. And uh, yeah, so there's only two left for me now. Is Scrapper and uh, sorry, three left. Scrapper and the leaders. But one of the leaders, um, Scavenger, he's out January first, so in like a week. Uh, mm. I'm, I might just Amazon him because I'm getting really hype about Devastator. I also you need to Am- actually be able to put pieces together. <laughs> yeah, I want one of the ones where I can stick things on him so I can like get some idea of what the hell's going on. Because like the, when you turn Mixmaster into a head, it's like this is a rock solid piece that is the length of a truck with Devastator's face on the end. I don't understand how this interacts with something to be a head. Uh All I know is that it's not jiggly and it's not feeling like it's going to fall apart. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's confusing, but like, I like that. I really like how they're like, they're just dangling everything but the actual center mass and just going like, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I opened a bunch of studio series, and I, I was happy with most of it. Uh, it. It definitely is proving to me that going completist on studio series ain't worth it, because when it hits, it hits. But like when it misses, oh, how it misses. And also when it misses, it's usually the deluxes. So, uh, you know, read the feedback. Uh, anyway, that's been what we got this week on topic. Now we're going to hit a couple news points. Uh, first big one. I think this is huge. Three, uh, three, not three A anymore. Sorry, three zero. I'm still gonna make that mistake for a while. Three uh, zero's DLX Bumblebee movie line is continuing with Soundwave and Ravage, and we just had it confirmed. That little Ravage folds up into that. It's not transforming. The Ravage robot action figure folds up into a ball that happens to fit inside a cavity that's in that Soundwave's chest. That is cool. That's really freaking cool. Also, I don't know if you guys know this, but I think the DLX line is absolutely incredible. So seeing that it is continuing, when I was getting really worried that maybe they would just end on Optimus, like, I'm getting very excited. Soundwave is not what I expected. Uh, I do have a small fear that the line is going to focus entirely on the opening 10 minutes of the film. But if they they show me Shatter and Dropkick, I will will do a backflip. Uh, if, it, if it gets to the point where we get that bra nose in the movie for three seconds, then you worry. I mean, I'll I'll be happy because the DLX figures are basically like rock solid, and I want to collect the whole line. But also, get, yeah, I'll 
cliff jumper and you can just take them apart. No, cliff jumper is just going to be some accessories that come with shatter and dropkick. They each come with a half. Just half of a of a whole robot. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you pu- you pull it out of the packet packaging, and you see a little pull tab behind it. You go, oh, what's this? Oh, it's half a robot. It's half a so, half a dead a dead boy. Oh, so you can remold them into jazz. Yeah. No, no, because well, that was that was half this way. That jazz yeah. went half the other way. Jazz was the repairable uh, bisection. Uh, Cliff Jumper is the less repairable bisection, uh, according to the comic books. But. Uh, yeah, Soundwave looks excellent. I am assuming his eyes will light up. Uh, and actually, you know, it looks like in the third image on the, in the initial reveal, they look like they are lit up. Uh, the, um, like his design is kind of weird looking, but having just recently put up a video for the Optimus, plug, plug, I'm pretty sure his articulation will work. And uh, his knees are probably going to be incredible when they bend. I'm already seeing all those bits and pieces there that look like they move. Yeah, there's definitely the forward half of thigh and calf and back half of the same. Yeah. That makes it look like you can just move all of that stuff around. Like, again, plug, plug. If you want to know how these toys work, I've done videos on all three of the ones that are, like, that already exist in physical before Soundwave, and the articulation is a highlight. And the fact that these toys... I expect Soundwave is going to be over 200 bucks since he's coming with Ravage, but... If they keep him at 200 it's really good value for a high-end robot action figure, in my opinion. Uh, plus, there's a lot of die-casts. They are sturdy. They do not feel fragile so far. Even Blitzwing, who is probably the most fragile of the three, uh, does not feel like he's going to just break in your hands. He just has pointy parts, so you don't want to drop him. But, uh, yeah, I, I can I can say I'm pretty sure the sound wave is going to be awesome. But we'll we'll see once we uh, get more photos, once he you know has a test shot out. Uh have I successfully tempted either of you into DLX? I constantly forget what you actually pick up because I, I, I'm i spinning lots of plates. Uh, I usually assume you guys aren't into the super expensive non-transforming stuff, but I probably have forgotten something. If I had the space and not all the debt, yes. Well, he's, he's under a foot tall. I mean, he's basically pocket size. How big are your pockets? I have a very good German jacket that I can fit an entire soda bottle into one of the pockets. It's true. But he's a, he's 11.2 inches. That's like way under 12 inches. It's over half an inch under 12 inches. TJ, you have any interest in these? I forgot. Interest, yes. Uh, financial, no. Uh, They're uh, just way too cost prohibitive for me. Pull, pull some... <laughs> Pull some. I was about to say pull some blood out. That's weird. <laughs> uh, the blood I can just grab onto anytime. Yeah, I can grab onto some blood. It's got a. That's getting dark. Uh, I just saw that the listing is actually up for him. Uh, so he is two hundred and fifty stock price, two hundred and ten pre order price. So the ravage is pumping it up a little bit. Uh, and according to the specs, the eyes do light up. Uh, he comes with one foldable Ravage, in parentheses, robot mode. That's funny. Uh, also, Soundwave comes with a command hand, which uh, Optimus Prime came with. The command hand is, uh, is a feature gimmick. I'm, I'm happy to see that again. Uh, anyway, I won't go on too long about that, other than I'm just hype and I want to talk about a thing I'm hype about. Uh, I went to click on the topic list and I minimized the entire window. But, 
we were talking, I was talking at least for a bit about Studio Series Deluxes. We also just had, uh, what I'll say is we had Wave 9 of the Deluxes revealed. There are like videos out for all these now already. I haven't watched any of them yet. I mostly just want to talk about the fact that these, this is the next Deluxe Wave. But it is uh, Jeep Bumblebee from uh, the second opening of the Bumblebee movie. Uh, it is Roadbuster of the Dark of the Moon Wreckers, and it is another Shatter, this time in jet mode. According to people talking about the video about her, apparently she looks like a way better toy than the car. Uh, and I think the robot mode looks incredible, given that it turns into a jet, because the robot mode looks like a car transformer. Uh, which yeah. is you know kind of the goal, I guess, but it's still really cool to see. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about these. I did not think we were going to get Jeep Bumblebee. Uh, I thought that was going to slip through the cracks. So I'm, uh, I'm excited about it also because it does not in any way look like it has anything to do with the World War II Bumblebee or Hot Rod, uh, which I, I, in the last 24 hours, learned I don't like. So uh, excited hey, about man, that. Hey, man, I tried warning you early on. I know, and I thought like maybe Hot Rod would fix some stuff. But it, the part that took me by surprise was how bad the roof is. Like, yeah. Was that, I it's more bad. I can't believe the roof. I'm like, I was sitting there like, geometrically, this should be simple. How this works? Yeah, it was. It was with mine. It was constantly a thing of like, what am I? Surely, surely this is me. Yeah. Like, like it's not. How is this not working? And despite swinging at it four or five times, it never, it never worked. And like, it's weird also how that detriments the entire alt mode. And I think it's because it's supposed to be an armored car. Like, there, right. are, there are car modes. I'm okay with a pop panel here or there. But, like, when it's an armored car and the entire top panel keeps popping up, I'm kind of like, this just feels like it's it's busted. Like, this ain't working. Yeah. Uh, I think Roadbuster also looks pretty cool. He, he had a video, I think, just go up recently. I haven't looked at it yet. But I, I like that they went for the armored uh, car mode properly, as they should. Uh, robot mode looks fine. I, I generally have high expectations you know, to lock down expectations of Studio Series cars. So I think he'll probably turn out fine, but Shatters, yeah, that's... I'm excited about these. Aaron, how are you feeling about these? Uh, I think I'm I think I'm done with Bumblebees in this line. Pretend he's like, Hound. I... <laughs> okay, I think I'm done. I, no, I can't even fake, like, oh, he's just a yellow hound. Yeah, sure. No, because I had the, the green bumblebee before, and that was garbage. Also, it's like, um, no, hound is also green. That is a yellow jeep. That's not hound. Yeah. Oh, it's swindle. It's swindle. It's alternator swindle. There you go. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah. that's fine. Let's go get a head swap. You're, you're all set. But I was actually... So it was the thing I was sitting there for a bit thinking about how... Um, like, I was kind of surprised that they went for the wreckers. Like, we know that it's been coming for a while um, with listings and everything. But then it was like, well, uh, well, I, I'd say that, except for it looks like one of his rocket pods just straight up has NASCAR written on it. So, I don't know. I was thinking, like, hey, like, it's easy enough to say that it's this other thing, but it says Impala it has NASCAR. So it's not easier for licensing to do it as the armored weapon version versus just a NASCAR version, I bet. Yeah, I, I, uh, I genuinely feel like this is them just going for screen accuracy again. Like, we never saw yeah. him as a non-armored NASCAR car. NASCAR okay. car? NASCAR car. And then Shatter, I I am in love with the fact that there's so much car greeble stuff that just doesn't look to be there on the jet. I, I really wish that they had waited on helicopter dropkick now. 
yeah. helicopter dropkick in robot mode is like he's still a neat toy it's just like when it goes when you're talking screen accuracy it's like this guy didn't do it he he missed the memo yeah <laughs> doesn't look anything like dropkick but i'll probably end up getting shatter probably give a hard look at roadbuster and then unless i see extremely glowing reviews of bumblebee i'll probably pass on bumblebee i think that's where i'm falling out on here Hey, TJ, what do you think the odds are of Aaron in about six months saying he picked up the Bumblebee? Uh, well, there's it's going to be days where he just like feels like picking up something and it's nothing else to really get, but... Yeah, I'm not trying um, to pressure him into getting the Bumblebee. I just got this feeling like it's going to happen. Is Aaron still... Aaron, you're here, right? Yeah. Hi. Um, that was a great time to blow my nose. Yeah. Uh, well, now that I've called you out, you can go back to blowing your nose. Hey, TJ, um... <laughs> How you feeling about these reveals? <laughs> um, honestly, the Bumblebee is interesting to me. If only because as a movie, Bumblebee, Bumblebee, he looks way better than the Volkswagen did. Yeah, that toy bummed me out. So I'm <laughs> hoping this one's good. Well, that one, de- like, that's one of those toys you can definitely tell suffered from being based on, like, the early concepts, not the final product. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's just between that and also just the... The amount of the oddly large amount of work to get him into the car mode, yeah. Also kind of, yeah. Like I like the look of that. I look. I like the look of that bumblebee. I was saying on Twitter, you know, like someone shapeways or someone three D print me an alternator swindle head for that robot. Someone's someone's gonna. It's it's gotta, too yeah. obvious. Yeah, because I kind of want that. Uh, for the rest of them, like, I don't know, I, I'm I'm kind of torn. Roadbuster is solely going to depend on uh, top spin and lead foot. Mm. Because guess what? If you do to me what you did to me last time these guys came around and pr- somehow produce all three without being matching designs, I'm out. I, I think that show like doing his car mode like this, I will be astonished if they do not all have the weaponized car mode. Okay. Like I'll be, a, I, I would, I would immediately be turned off of them as well. But I, I, I will be amazed if they mix up all the alt modes again okay, this time let's around. Keep, but keep this in mind. Keep this in mind. They did this across three separate size classes during Dark of the Moon. They did. They did. I, I think Dark of the Moon also was a messy, messy toy line. I think Studio Series has a lot more focus going in. Uh, there's no confusion about whether or not you ever see the normal NASCAR modes in the film, which I bet you was part of the problem back in 2011. Oh, I think it's also like Dark of the Moon when it was something set up, you know, to follow with the movie. It's there's probably a whole lot more pressure on look. The movie pop is going to be from this date until this date, and then we'll get maybe another later pop at the DVD release. And so it's got to be out in that window. Whereas studio series, they're just like, eh, oh yeah, as as it comes, it comes. Yeah, like like well, these will definitely benefit from the fact that it's already all happened. Yeah, and they're not yeah. rushing to meet a deadline or fit within a certain window of viability. Yeah, I I, I just think that like there the mission statement on studio series is really clear, and when the mission statement has fallen through. You can, it, I find it's usually easy to figure out why. Like with, for instance, helicopter dropkick and Volkswagen Bumblebee, 
they they okay Volkswagen Bumblebee can figure helicopter dropkick I'm actually astonished how badly that turned out <laughs> like it's a good toy it's just for for being dropkick it's terrible yeah uh, like I trans like I sold that toy off on eBay recently when I transformed it to pack it away I'm like oh right this is actually super impressive how it transforms I'm just not into it because it's not the character. And also, from everything I've heard, I haven't got it yet, but the the drift re- semi like I'm going to say retool. From what I hear, it's like it's like a hard hard retool. But the drift version of that helicopter transformer is apparently way better. So it's I, like I don't think it it doesn't have the same visual magic because yeah, it's not yeah. turning into like super thin helicopter. But yeah, it, it, as as a toy, it is superior. Yeah. But yeah, like like. If like the only reason I could possibly think of them mix and matching whether the alt modes are weaponized would be as a very misguided nod to 2011. <laughs> but then again, they put out the RC triplets without combination instructions, but with combination engineering. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those times where I wish they just just someone from Hasbro just come out and say yes, they're all going to be weaponized. That's yeah. all I want. If, if you tell me all three are going to be weaponized, I'm going to buy all three of them. I'm even going to go through all and whatever stupid nonsense you want me to do to get the one that's going to be Target branded. Yeah. Because you'll know they, they'll do Red Wing all over again with him. Yeah. I think we're, we're going to know probably in, in within two months because Toy Fair is happening and there's no way nobody doesn't ask them about the other wreckers if we don't see them by then. Mm. And unless they are like keeping super mum about it for some reason like they did with power of the prime star screams combined name uh any of you remember that whole thing <laughs> no i look it up now and then to see if anyone figured out what it was and it's like nope just never found out it's like all right <laughs> uh but yeah I, um, I i got high hopes yeah like I'm, i i'm with everyone i i am with the room on shatter shatter mm-hmm. looks fantastic yeah uh i or good, good. I was gonna say, like, there is a part of me that's like a little bit annoyed that I can't have Dropkick and Shatter both turning into the cars because mm. in my head that's how I see them more than the uh, more than the flight modes. But it's hard to argue the results. That looks like Shatter from the movie. That looks like one of my favorite Decepticon characters. Yeah, and and most of the stuff she did in the movie was when she had the wings from the jet mode. Um, yeah, that's the one bummer about the 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 dropkick uh, uh, car mode figure is it's from before he scanned the helicopter, so he doesn't have like the blades on his back or anything. Um, I mean we're, we we clearly have some third party options coming up if you're as into those two as I am, but it's nice to see like a just a like it looks like a quintessential deluxe shatter is happening. I still never picked up the car one. I will someday because I have to, and I know how bad it's going to be, but I have to. Your funeral. Uh, I just refuse to pay full price, so I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. Uh, but yeah, it's nice. To, like I feel secure knowing, like, hey, I'll have a really good mainline, like you know, deluxe price shatter in my future. Um, but yeah, Studio Series continues. Studio Series is still, I think, one of the most surprisingly impressive lines that that has come out of Transformers in a long time. Uh, with high highs and some real low lows, it's it's a real interesting one to talk about. And I'm I'm hoping that it continues for a few more years. I really like that the numbers just keep growing on Studio Series. Like we're into the what the 60s now. Uh, 
But that's not the only news we're going to talk about. Soundwave Studio Series, we also, big news, did you know the Hall of Fame 2019 happened? Can we say that we don't recognize the results? I mean, <laughs> I mean, one of them is fine. I'm fine with the results. I'm just surprised it was Skywarp. So they had an online poll where it was basically like, vote for a character from the first season of G1. And here's a list of all of them that aren't in the Hall of Fame. And a vote for a siege figure. And here's a list of all the siege figures. So the vote goes up when most people are getting Omega Supreme. So obviously Omega Supreme won. Uh, the, the cartoon character one was real interesting because they put Hauler in there. And uh-huh. that turned into this, like, deranged movement of vote for Hauler. When everyone knows Hauler is, like, anti-union, uh, Hauler's a scab. Uh, Hauler doesn't believe in, in workplace equality. Hauler is basically scum. Uh, and then no one seems, very few people seem to jump on board with the easy option, which was Thundercracker. He's a filmmaker and he deserves to be recognized. Right. Uh, I yeah. do appreciate that they did vote for the first member of G.I. Joe to make it into the Hall of Fame, uh, Skywarp. So that, that's something. Um, I just wanted to acknowledge that this happened. I, this felt a whole lot like someone realized they hadn't done this this year and then like came yeah. up with the easiest version. Like, yeah, well, they did. There was no like official convention presence whatsoever because Hascon that is still, I think, on indefinite hiatus. Yeah, yeah. And and nobody else has picked up that mantle, so it was probably one of those things that somebody was just checking off end of year things. All right, payroll's going to be good through the end of the year and Hall of Fame. Because <laughs> I mean, if, uh, I, if I were in a bind, I would definitely say we need at least. <clears throat> Two Hall of Fame categories. Okay. Uh, best Siege toy. Easy. We're putting that Siege right now. People like it. Uh, other category. Uh, best 1984 season G1 character. That Because it's like, sure, everyone can come up with an answer. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I voted I voted Thundercracker and I voted Siege uh, Shockwave. Aaron, what were, did you actually vote or did you not bother? Uh, I think I did Thundercracker and Jetfire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, TJ, did you click any votes? Uh, I was I was with Aaron. It's Thundercracker and Jetfire. Yeah. Uh, then the, basically, we don't recognize these results here on WTFTFW. This was uh, a, a meddled uh, voting. Um, I, I would like to see some proof that the voting was secure and it was not uh, ballot stuffed by uh, Omega Supreme, a classically thin-skinned and jealous Transformer who can't deal with how much more popular his brother Omega Supreme is. This is uh, why you need to have paper ballots, people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not to to be uh, a a netty uh, nitpicker, but online voting? I mean, you can stuff ballots. I'm just happy that... I mean, I know that the Hauler people were trying to stuff those ballots. Hauler is a a career cheater, and I'm I'm glad that Hauler's efforts do not pay off uh, because Hauler is a scab. Uh, who does not respect uh, the strike line. But, um, yeah, I had to cover that. We, I felt we, we needed to touch on the fact that that occurred. Uh, something else that occurred, and this kind of came real hard and fast. There is a Chinese Transformers cartoon using the Cyberverse models. I'm hoping it's Cyberverse canon during the time skip myself, uh, where Prince Nezha is teaming up with the Transformers along with some other uh, folks from Chinese folklore where all the folklore characters are getting transformer bodies that they can basically power suit into. This toy is fascinating. Uh, it's 
it's kind of like modern Voyager size. It's a car transformer. It seems to be completely original tooling, even though, like, there's a... I think there's some, like, a Bumblebee toy's DNA in it somewhere. But the chest opens, and you can put a little articulated Prince Nezha figure inside. And uh, it's kind of neat, given that that's, like, kind of sort of pretender stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, the figure looks cool. It's It's like those Street Fighter figures. It's a Transformer that has meat parts, which I'm always into. Uh, and according to the back of the box, it looks like they're doing at least two more. Uh, one of them is going to have a big-ass drill. Uh, two Shing Sun is going to have a big-ass drill. I hope that these toys are not hard to come by, because I would like to mess with them. Uh, they look neat. Uh, I'm a little bit put off by the fact that they're packaged in a... what like It looks like they're packaged in a bubble that's supposed to be inside of a blister, but it's not. It's just in a tray. So it looks like you could poke the toy, which bothers me. But uh, it's that whole kids want tactile experiences for toys. There's no gimmick though. He's just he's completely thing. sealed in there. He's... Yeah, Aaron, how, do you think you might look into these, or are you going to just watch how these turn out from afar? This is something that I could see maybe if it was inexpensive and at a convention. Yep. If this was like twenty five bucks or something at a TF con, and somebody had just a case of them. I might pick one up. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know my, my Chinese mythology super well. but And so I don't know if this is, like, a different sect of mythology. But, like, if they were to, say, do, uh, like, the Monkey King, I think I would need it. Like, I might actually, like, go on to Taobao or eBay or something and try to find one. But, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to just see these at, like, a TFCon or something. Uh, and not for, like, ridiculous ex- expensive, hopefully. Yeah. Um, TJ, how are you feeling about uh, Prince Nezha here? I mean... It's fascinating as a side project for Transformer, and the like the base concept. I'm not terribly against. Like, okay, you you've made a Transformer that can house a little girl. Good on you. That's a, that's a, that's a little boy. That's the Lotus Prince. It's Prince. Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You're not the only one to make the mistake. I noticed. Uh, and and there's nothing wrong with actually not knowing the mythology. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the hair. Well, it's the hair buns that are throwing me off. Yeah. Still, uh, the toy itself looks fine. Like I'm kind of with Aaron, and like uh, if I saw it and it wasn't terribly expensive, I'd I'd grab it. It looks solid enough, just as a basic transformer. Mm. You know, I don't mind like the armor passenger gimmick. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 what it is. It's it's the size it's is a, cool. It's a bizarre... like, I thought they were going to be smaller. So like being like you know, there's a size comparison to Masterpiece Sideswipe, basically. Yeah, well, uh, we do know that we we do know that like they really like their exclusives to be large from yes. all the year of the releases. Yes, the the Asian market is is uh, I guess still big on size. Um, and uh, yeah, like like going for Voyagers on these. I'm going to assume these are probably going to, like it seems like they're pushing this cartoon really hard too. I, yeah, I'm pretty it's going sure to be it's a what do they say 52 episode animated series? Yeah, by Allspark Studio. I really am. <laughs> I have a lot of questions about that too. Like, are they going to do an English dub? Uh, are they recording it with the idea of using the Cyberverse English cast at all? Because uh, like the models are clearly the Cyberverse models. Yeah. So like the big the biggest thing that got me with that trailer was. It's, that trailer at least seems like it's a super early thing. Yeah. 
like all the sound like it was like really bad sound mix and there was no voice stuff whatsoever no, no, not, not not even necessarily the voice stuff but just like it sounded very much like somebody had a stock sounds thing and just laid that sound on top of everything as it went yeah i, I watched it on my phone so I, I just kind of assumed it was also phone tinny but that's no, unfortunate it to is hear. <laughs> it is just tinny and it's like now i'm sitting here watching through it again while while here and it, and it couple times it's done the thing that i really dislike in anything of like look it's a blade shink no it 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 was just in space by itself why would it why would it it make a a, a sound like that why why would you do this to me (laughs) Uh, i also want to throw out there i'm probably pronouncing uh all the names wrong i should say uh so i want to i want to quickly uh apologize for that um but yeah, uh, I, I'm interested in this. If they do me up, a, I like the Monkey King idea. So if they do me up a Monkey King, I'd, I'd be way down for that. But I, I don't know if that's the same mythology. Uh, also, I'm really amused. Someone on the, th- the TFW link thread was like, how are we supposed to keep talking about a religious character <laughs> on a board where on TFW, there's no religious discussion allowed? Uh, and I was like, yeah, that's kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, it was pointed out, like, just separate the mythology from the religion, and you're good to go, and it's like, yes, it's, uh, that should be doable. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I can see one of these in person sometime. It's interesting. And, uh, finally, uh, out of our, our little news run here, uh, at, uh, what was it? It was at an event, and I forgot what the event was now, but it was announced that there's gonna be a masterpiece Raiden. Uh, it's called the Raiden Project. Uh, it's the Japanese-exclusive train combiner. No official release date, no art, no nothing. Really, well, there's some some artwork, but it's all, like, you know, doesn't really represent anything other than what we know of Raiden. Uh, and uh, I think this is very interesting, and I think this is, like, if they're going to do a Masterpiece combiner, the moment that they said Project Raiden, I was like, oh, yeah, trains. Because you know what makes money in Japan? Trains. Trains. You know what Takara Tomi made a lot of money on, as far as I know? a train line and a train anime called Shinkalion. So I'm not surprised to see that if they're going to do a masterpiece combiner as an, as a masterpiece branded figure, it's, it's going to be right in because that will also tap right into the massive train enthusiast uh, market over there. Yeah. Uh, like, and it also, like it also occurred to me that of all the combiners to pick Raiden is the most like, this is just a bunch of blocks combining together. One you could pick. So, yeah. like, if they're experimenting at the masterpiece scale with a combiner, that's probably going to be the easiest one to engineer. And, yeah. and they don't have to worry about, like, which animation studio models were going to hit because he was just in Headmasters for a bit. And as far as I know, the animation models were just, like, very much like this is just a, a handsome version of the toy. So if you were to modernize the right-end toys, I think you would end up with those animation models, pretty much. Uh, the one thing I'll say about it that is a little bit left field that makes me makes me happy is that right in is a devastator style combiner so it's not a scramble city situation it's not four guys who kind of just have to form into a stick uh like you know there's there's a certain way this has to go together and multiple guys have to form the torso and i'm really interested to see if they do them as individual releases if they do it as a big box set uh i'm way into this though like this is exciting to me masterpiece engineering wise masterpiece is still always hitting it uh, production quality wise, I think Masterpiece has been having some hiccups, uh, on, on the, on Bumblebee and MP44. There were too many 
and by that I mean like three or four uh, spots that just did not have very good tactile feedback to me. Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping that is corrected on Project Raiden. But TJ, uh, are you down for this? You you down for some trains? Uh, it's going to depend on how it looks. I do like my train transformers. Uh, more the old locomotive rather than what these will be. But you know what? If it comes out looking cool, I would be completely down for a Masterpiece Combiner set. Yeah, I, I would. My response would be, do you think there's really much of a chance it doesn't look cool? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think they'd have to try to make this not look cool in some way. Because, like, like you were saying, like, the ride-in, ro- the, the, the whole train team, like, I think you really have to be trying to make them look unappealing. Like there's so there's there's these just are boxes that that turn into dudes made of boxes. Mm-hmm. Like it's uh it, it feels like it's a real good like setup for a home run to me. Um, Aaron, are you feeling how are you feeling about Project Raiden? You uh, you down for some trains as well? You down for some choo choo? Um, I'll be like definitely interested in it. Sugar 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 sugar. Yeah, woo woo. I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to jump on it, but I I definitely uh want to see how it uh. How it looks beyond just the like, hey, it's a like a that's just like a box art photo, right? That we have. Yeah, that that's his G one box art photo. Yeah. Uh, so he looked a little different in the anime, but it, it was just a more handsome version of that, basically. Right. That's uh yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That's probably a couple years out, I would think. Uh, I think if it was going to be next year, they would have had some line art to show. But mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Um, but that, that does hit all of the news topics I laid out. I did see something just listed on eBay on TFW, the way it lists eBay things. I want to briefly throw this out to you. This eBay auction might be garbage. I don't know. I can't remember who the seller is. I don't know the seller at all. Uh, did you guys see... Uh, our friend, uh, New Age, is putting out a I brawn. I was hoping we were staring at the same eBay yeah. listing. It's putting out a brawn and an outback, but they're also putting out a four-pack version that I kind of want more, called Pizzeria, where New Age's upcoming Legend-scale brawn outback has been remolded a third time with new weapons into the Ninja Turtles, where they turn into a brawn or outback, but with a pizza slice embossed on the hood. I think these look awesome! Uh, the, like, New Age is hitting it with their robot modes. Like, they are hitting it real hard. They have ousted Magic Square, um, almost for me. And, and if these have some good hand feel, these will. Uh, I think it's an excellent use of, like, you just have to look at, at brawn. That, like, their brawn that they're doing. And you can totally see how someone stared at it for a day and went, like, wait a second. And then, like, just did some Photoshop work and was like, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I'm going to pick these up. I think I'm going to pick these up. TJ, how you feeling about these? You sound hype. You sound hype. I am pre-ordering these the second Big Bad or TF Source or someone has them up for order. I want these so bad. So I have a fear about Big Bad. Big Bad put up the pre-order for the, the regular two-pack of Brawn and Outback. Mm-hmm. Big Bad has been gun shy before on stuff that pushes this hard on IP infringement. I suspect you're going to need to look to TF Source or eBay uh, for Pizzeria, unless I'm. Mm. By the time this is out, I might be wrong, but I have a suspicion that Big Bad might be trigger shy on I mean, this one. That did a, that did occur to me, 
I mean, like, I've seen Big Bad lists, like, plenty of potentially IP-infringing Transformer toys, but that kind of got the clear. Yeah, and, and Big Bad also has skipped on some of the movie third-party pieces. Uh, I noticed. Yeah, that's I, I true. went looking through there, where, like, I was wondering if they had the unique toy stuff up, and then I was like, wait, like, TF Source has all these listed, Big Bad doesn't. I think Big Bad is under a deeper microscope from the large corporations, like, I think they're one of the ones who actually got kind of, like, I'm not going to say warned, but I got a feeling, like, when that rumor went around that someone was talking to someone, I think Big Bad was one of the ones that might have gotten talked to. Okay. So Yeah, I, think, I, yeah, think I can see that. Yeah, they're they're a little bit shy on, on pulling the trigger on some of that stuff. Also, it'll be all over eBay, so no matter <laughs> no matter where, you know, you end up getting it from, it will be around. They... This is pushing it. Like, I definitely agree with the folks who are like, this might be a little bit too much. But also, there's a lot of stuff that pushes it. There's like, like the fact that Overwatch bootleg stuff can make it out there. Uh, and I, I don't think Ninja Turtles is a protected property to the same degree as something like an Overwatch would be, or even Transformers. There are third party Ninja Turtle toys. I mean, yeah, I remember the third party Krang that came out. They did a Shredder too. Uh, Orokusaku, I think they called him. Which is, they called it Orokusaku. It's like, that wasn't even trying. They changed a couple, I think, a verb. Yeah, they they changed one letter. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited about these. Um, Aaron, are you excited about some Ninja Turtle Transformers? Uh, I think think it's definitely uh, a cool way to get additional uses out of that mold. Um, I just forwarded that to uh, Alfie, who is very much a Donatello fan, and I got a bunch of expletives in response. <laughs> so uh, if there's anybody out there selling Donatello out of this pack along with his accessories, let me know. I mean, like, I'm sure there's people who are going to be bringing it up. Yeah. Yeah. There's always folks splitting up Ninja Turtle sets, because there's, there's a lot of people who just want Leonardo. A lot of people just want Raphael. Got a couple folks who are way into Donatello. And then uh, the other ones tend to go into landfill. But yeah, uh, <laughs> the Michelangelo fan. I like Michelangelo, but not okay. enough to go and buy everyone's Michelangelos they don't want. <laughs> like that. That again. Like back in the day, that was like the go-to turtle. Yeah, and I, I think modern takes on Michelangelo have been pretty solid. But I'm just I'm just speaking to the winds that I sense when I see people talk about Ninja Turtles. But yeah, I, I I had to touch on these. I also really like what I'm seeing already of the transformation from the rear view. That like you know clearly the lower legs unfold to form the sides of the truck mode. Uh, oh, it's exciting. But uh, that that actually hits our topic list. We did uh, I did put together a quick one here for Aaron's sake because I'm a good friend. Thank you. Uh, so anything else? Just before before we start to, to move to close and stuff up. Anything else you guys wanted to touch on? Uh, that that was in the last month or so. Uh, I think I'm okay. All right. Uh, well, I'll throw out to the listeners is uh, there's this is probably coming to you after uh, the 25th for sure, and it might be in a big wall of podcast posting. But we are going to keep continuing on, and uh, hopefully with the new year there will be uh, way less complications uh, on my own end. But regardless, thank you all for listening. Uh, check out our TCG podcasting as well. Uh, that's always good times. We've got a little bit of a lull for news since uh, they announced that Wave 5 is in April. So uh, 
I'm actually really cool with that myself. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to have four sets a year, like magic. Uh, we don't need to be magic, basically. <laughs> yeah. Four sets a year, plus uh, accessory p- things, plus Commander other pre-built pre-cons, decks, plus... plus modern-oriented product, plus... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, plus he, the uh, the the premium boosters now. I'm just looking at. I was going to say I'm just looking at standard, but yeah, those premium boosters have infected Magic standard. Those collector boosters are an actual waste of money. Holy crap! I, I watched a couple of videos about what's actually in them. Yeah, I was like, my god, there's like no draw. Like they just are dressed up to look fancy if you don't know what they are. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, our game is is going pretty well. And uh, I'm excited that we have, like, basically the first quarter to just screw around and keep playing with the four waves of cards. Uh, at least, well, maybe not the whole first quarter. I'm sure spoiler season will start before then. But, yeah, uh, yeah that's uh, that does, does it for the episode. So thank you all for listening. Take care of yourselves. Uh, and above all, stay very safe. And if, you, if you're feeling down, just reach out to people who care because people do care. That's the one thing I've noticed about... Uh, the world right now is someone out there cares. You just got to go find them and say, yo, uh, give me a lift. Anyway, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. It means, but you got some badass perpetrators that are here to stay.